Welcome back to Off the Cuff. I am your host, Danny Lopriori, and this is the first episode of 2021. Give yourselves a round of applause. You made it. We survived 2020. Uh, let's just say 2020 is a wash. Just a full-on wash. Uh, I don't know if anybody got those stimulus package hitting. But uh, if you are, I hope that you're saving it. Because $600 ain't shit. If you really, really think about it, $600. Also, like, I mean, it's, I guess if it's like $600 in like Kentucky or something. Like, uh, that works, I guess. But like $600 in New York? Nah. That's not going to work. That'll get you like a spicy tuna roll, uh, maybe a miso soup, and like a Grace papaya hot dog. That's what that's what you'll get with six hundred bucks. But I see, like you know, here's the worst thing about New Year's: I always write the year wrong immediately for like the next six months and then as soon as I get it down pat I got a new year I gotta worry about coming up soon happens to me every year I'm gonna write 2020 on documents for like the next six months that's just how I be that's just how I be you know how it is with new years you know a lot of people we make resolutions we make goals for ourselves which is which is dope which is dope but this year I'm excited to announce that I am actually going a different route with resolutions. I am going, instead of goals, I'm going with the anti-goal. Things that I don't want to happen. You know what I'm saying? Um... So, for example, so, you know, a lot of people say, hey, I want to exercise and get in the gym. That's their goal. My anti-goal is just get, I don't want to be unhealthy. So that's the way I'm going to look at it. Because for some reason, if I set things up as anti-goals, I think I could pursue them easier. Because there's like a sense of fear with anti-goals. And as someone who's very anxious and someone who's very uh, panicky... I think anti-goals are the way for me to go. So I'm going to list my anti-goals for 2021. Uh, and let's see how maybe you guys have some of the same. Maybe you guys have your own. Um, or maybe you don't have shit, which is perfectly fine too. All right. So my first anti-goal of the year is I don't want to get fatter. And uh, that's the main one on top. Because, listen, I, listen, I fluctuate in weight. I go up and down, baby. I'm like the Daniel Day-Lewis fat people. You know what I mean? It's a method art to me. Losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight. Uh, so my anti-goal is I, I, I don't want to get fatter. So instead of telling myself, hey, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to do this, I'm literally telling myself every day, I don't want to get fatter today. For the love of Jesus, you cannot get fatter. No. Enough. 
That's number one. Because for me, getting fat is awesome. The process is awesome. But like, there's certain things that I know about my body. Like when I'm eating like shit, like I snore more. Um, I drool more when I sleep, when I'm fat. Um, uh, I, I mean, I sleep like shit. That's 100% the biggest thing, the biggest problem that I have. The biggest problem that I've had, and this is another one of my anti-goals, is I don't want to be an insomniac. I don't want to be staying up till 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, that's my next anti-goal. But, like, I just know that when... And then uh, the other one, too, like, in terms of, like, I don't want to be fat is, like, I don't want to be dehydrated. See how, like, all these things have small little tasks that all go into one big one, but I set them up as anti-goals. Um, so for me, it's, I don't want to get fat. You can't get fat. That's number one. All right, let's go to number two. All right. I don't want to be broke. So for me, I'm a big procrastinator sometimes. So in my head, if I set my goal up like, hey, listen, you know what? I want to be more productive. I want to do this. I don't really know. So I had to break it down to something that's as easy for me to understand. And it's I don't want to be broke ever again in my life. So that's just the wording helps me tremendously. Um, Shout out Dogecoin. Um, Helps me. Very, very much. And I I don't know if it's like self-deprecation, but a part of it is just being like, listen, I don't want to be that. That's the mindset that I have to be. So with my number one, I don't want to be fat and get fatter. That's one. Two, I don't want to be dehydrated. My list is going to be all over the place. Because my, my brain is is and, and number three I want I want I don't want a spaghetti brain. But I don't know if that one's in the cards. <laughs> but uh yeah, so number one, I don't want to get fat. I just have to keep saying that because it's hilarious. Don't get fatter. <laughs> okay. Number two. I want to say secure the bag, but like, I want to protect the bag. Like, I don't want to be broke. Like I want to invest my money, uh, really take care of my portfolio as rich people say. Um, I really want to be something more than just what I'm doing now. Um, because, you know, I spend a lot of time in my life. Like people tell me like, dude, like and I'm not trying to like S my own D here, but like people will just be like, dude, like you're, you're the most talented guy I ever met or one of them or like, you know what I mean? Of, Or like, you'll, they'll be like, yo dude, like you're so talented and stuff that, you know, you could do anything. You pick it up and you're great at it. I don't want to be wasted. Talent is number three. And that's a tough one for me to admit because I know how talented I am. So number two and number three, they coexist with each other. It's like, I don't want to be broke anymore. Well, I'm not broke, but like, you know what I'm saying? I don't ever want to be broke again. Correction. I still got the, you know, I still got the rolly popping. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, ha. You know what I'm saying? 
um, I just want to be better off in a sense of I'm controlling my own fucking destiny, dude. Like, having anti-goals helped me see the end easier. It helps me see the, the, the tougher side of things. It helps me um, get myself to a point where I'm like, yo, listen. This is what we don't want to do. You know? So when it's like 3 o'clock in the morning, I see, you know, that Postmates is still delivering. I know that I, one, don't want to be fat. Tur. You know what I'm saying? I like some gut. You know what I mean? It makes me who I am. That's my leg. I have pants on, I swear. But that's one. And then two, I don't ever want to be broke ever again. Because I've been broke. And let me tell you something about being broke. It sucks. It sucks. But, you know, and then um, number three is um, you know, this one is is tough for me because I don't want to be wasted talent, but it's like, it's tough for me because it's like a lot of times we get in our own heads and we're like, man, maybe it's too late for me to try and do this. Like, maybe it's too late for me to try and do this. And it's really not, dude. And, like, someone I always go back to is, like, Meryl Streep. I think Meryl Streep, like, started acting later in life, and she's, like, a savage. You know, a lot of us get into these these mental points where it's, like, we think we're too old to do something. Or we think that, you know, since we didn't do it since we were young children, we can't do it. Or we didn't go to school for it, we can't do it. And that's where, you know, in terms of anti-goals, it's like, listen, it's like, listen, I don't want to be a bum that stays at home. And I don't want to live with my parents anymore. That's the anti-goal that should just show you to be able to look around, grasp something that you want to do. Because, listen, man, I'm going to tell you like this. In terms of potential, I haven't even started using it. And, you know, that's a that's a tough thing to admit to myself. Now, I'm doing all right. You know what I mean? I enjoy my life. I'm, I'm, I'm successful. But, like, I always think about it. I dream about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, putting an album out. Um, going on tour. You know what I mean? Doing concerts. New merch ideas. New show ideas. These are all things that if you just hit record, the talent takes over. And I'm a firm believer that, listen, some people aren't talented in things that like go by talent, I guess, like the arts or business or whatever, whatever the big boppers are. But there is something that everyone is good at. It's just it comes naturally easier to some people. So thinking of God-given talent or wherever given talent, if you don't believe in the, the G-Man upstairs, I do. Um, I totally get the perception of like, listen, man, like I can't do it. Like, you know, dude, a lot of people that are successful 
be honest, aren't the most talented people in the world. They're not. But you want to know why? A lot of them are. It's because they work their fucking ass off. That's what's going to separate us. That's what's going to separate... I hate I hate the expression men from the boys. It's like that doesn't make any sense. But uh I never just like yo it separates the men from the boys. Was it what? Like we both have dicks. We're the same age. What are you talking about? But it's the work ethic. So number 4 for me is I don't want to be lazy. I don't want to be seen as lazy. I don't want to see uh myself you know, number three is wasted talent, but also it's like I don't want to be seen as lazy in terms of just overall life and understanding. Like, I don't want people to look at me and think, uh, I mean, I don't really care what people think about me, especially like when you're big on the Internet for whatever time, even if it's a little time or you're still relevant or whatever to those people. I don't really care much for, you know, people telling me what to do. I've, I've never have my entire life. I don't like people telling me what to do. But it's a double-edged sword. Sword? Sword. Sword. If somebody out there says sword, fucking, I'm going to kill you. I'll find you and I'll, I'll stab you with a sword. Sword. Right? The W is silent has to be. But yeah, man, it's just one of those things. It's like that untapped potential in all of us. The way that we're going about it now, setting goals for ourselves has to change. So we're not doing it the right way. Let's try it from the reverse side, the anti-goal. I'd much rather be a has-been than a never was. It's true. I think as people growing up, we have this thing where our lives are planned out for us. It's like you go to work, you get a nine to five, you do uh, your job in school, you go to a nice school, you take out a student loan, you owe money, but you get a good job because of this piece of paper. And I'm not knocking people that go to school. I'm just saying this is how society wants to build us to be these regular mainstream people. But people aren't mainstream. And some people are. Some people enjoy school, pursuing a scholastic life, getting into situations and getting into professions where that's where they excel the most. But let me tell you something. There's millions of people trying to be doctors. There's millions of people trying to be lawyers. What separates you from the other ones? And people are like, yeah, well, he's got a degree and he's got a good job. But if it, is it a safe job or is it something you want to do your whole life? There's nothing wrong with having a safe job to make ends meet. A lot of people have that fucked up. There's nothing embarrassing about working on your dream and working a nine to five at the same time. But my thing is, I can't go back. 
I can't go back. Not yet. I ain't I ain't working a nine to five. That I work too hard for. That I'm not interested in doing. And working a nine to five is perfectly fine. It's just not for me. So let's make that number five. I never want to work. I don't want to go back to working a nine to five. Dude, I've had some of the worst fucking jobs, dude. The worst. It's wild to me to think about. It's like, dude, like I've come so far, but it's like, dude, I haven't even started yet. And that shit is inspiring. Think about how far you've come right now. Think about how much work it took for you to get to right now. We haven't even started yet. And people are always like, yo, you got to fall in love with the process. I hate the process. I hate that shit. But I do shit because I hate it. If I could do shit that I hate. Think about how much you could do with the shit that you love. Master the hate. Master being great at the things that you hate the most. Whether it's school. Whether it's fucking... I'm trying to think of real life situations. Whether it's school, whether it's your job right now, your 9 to 5. Whether it's, uh, you know, living in a situation... Where you don't feel, you know, living in an apartment you don't like to live in. Living in a situation where you think, I shouldn't be here, you know, living at home with my parents. Or or uh, trying to quit drugs and alcohol. Master the shit that you hate. Because some people love to drink. They love it so much that they hate it. They want to stop. So master the hate. A lot of people are like, you know, that's why like with anxiety and panic attacks, you got to master that. I hate panic attacks, but I'm going to be a gangster at having them. You know what I mean? I hate panic attacks, but I'm going to be a fucking goat at getting through that shit. As soon as you can master the things that you hate, just wait and see what you could do with the things that you love. For real. At that point, no one could tell you shit. A lot of times we think, you know, listen. A lot of people that you're going to meet in life are going to tell you that you can't do stuff. And I'm going to say... A large majority of them is it's because they're afraid to do things in their own lives. A lot of that comes from fear. 
of them just being like, yeah, like, well, you know, my shit's fucked up, so I'm, I want to make sure your shit's fucked up. Subconsciously, we do that. We want to keep our friends and our family at a certain level so they, they don't prosper because we're insecure. You know what I mean? I just moved back to New York. You know, I moved with my girl here. And I'm the type of, I want her to make more money than me. I want people to be successful. At one point, maybe I didn't feel that way about about everybody. Now it's like, dude, like, I want everyone to be successful. Why not? What's so bad about wanting somebody's success to see them being successful? This is a fundamental issue with the human brain is that we, we, we perceive others to be ourselves. We do. And people get jealous of people that are popping sometimes. I'm going to do whatever I love for the rest of my life and whatever I want to do. Because I've at least developed enough that way. But I've made a lot of mistakes along the way, man. In this pursuit, I've made a lot of mistakes. You know, thankfully, I'm a good guy. People like me. But I've made plenty, man. I've made plenty of mistakes. Pellegrino poppy marriage. Um, I've made a lot of mistakes, dude. And people say it's like, you know, you got to learn from mistakes. And that's true. But I always look at mistakes as like, you know, when people are like, well, you got to learn from them. You know, you got to you got to make mistakes to figure things out. You don't. You don't have to make certain mistakes. You just don't. That's always been the kind of a cop out thing for me. That I would always be like, you know what, like, you know, maybe I had to go through this. No, you didn't. You didn't have to do that. Need to hold ourselves accountable when we make these mistakes. And there's two things. Whatever anybody could say about me, there's two things you could say about me. I ain't no fucking hater. I want everyone to be successful. And I ain't no snitch. These are big facts. Unless you're a loud neighbor, then I'll snitch on you. I'll call the building. I, I will get the. I will have you reprimanded by authorities. I will do something about it, and I'll leave an anonymous tip. If it's anonymous, it ain't snitching. Big facts. But yeah, let's get into more anti goals. Um, I don't want to eat a sandwich. No, I'm kidding. Let's get into anti-goals. I don't want my dog to be fat. Silvio's just been eating, crushing food. He's over here sleeping on the couch next to me. Uh, we brought him on the on the flight. It was his first flight ever. He's an emotional support animal. So I got to take him on the plane. He couldn't have been more perfect. If you hear that, that is uh, my bathroom. New York City bathrooms, ladies and gentlemen. Um, 
But he could not have been better on the plane. Couldn't have. Is it couldn't have or couldn't have? I get in trouble for this sometimes with some older people in my family who will remain nameless, but they know who they are. Um, they like to correct my grammar. Um, I think it's couldn't have. He couldn't have been better. When do you use have and when do you use of? Or do you never use of? Help me out. But again, these anti-goals, I'm going to look at a completely different flip side this year. You know? I don't want to make the same mistakes. Let's add that to the list. I wanted to have like my own list like rated out, but I don't like to look down at paper and read shit. Like about like when I'm gonna talk about the show. That's the show's called off the cuff. It has to come off the cuff. Some preparation, yeah. But you know, that's the good thing about a list. You could just keep adding, just keep adding them up. You know. Like flying back from Florida back here, dude. I'm just so happy to be back in New York, bro. Just so fucking happy to be back here. There's just like a sense of comfort, you know? And listen, I love my time down in Florida, but it's like, there's just, there's nothing like home. There's no place like home. I, I forgot what movie that's from. But uh, there really isn't. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel more on top of my life. And more on top. I'm more in control now that I'm back in New York, you know? Uh, which brings me to my next uh, announcement. Next week's episode, I will be joined. Uh, I will be joined by the one and only Michael LaPriori. Yes, my brother Michael will be coming on the show. You know him from Vine. You know him from Twitch. You know him from your your sister's bedroom. It's Michael O'Priori, guys. But yes, I'm uh, super excited about having him on. And uh, we're developing our own uh, comedy-based show uh, for YouTube. And, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and shit. And, you know, like, this is just stuff, like, that I felt I was stagnated on because I was out of town. You know what I mean? And uh, a part of me needed that. I needed to get out of town. Um. I needed to re relight a fire within myself to kind of like, you know, everyone, you know, everyone on my Instagram was like, yo, Danny ever coming back to New York, yo, Danny coming back, when are you coming back, baby? I'm back now, but I need time. I needed to just live life a little bit. You know what I mean? Enjoy separation from what I've known. So like, I wanted to come back to New York and I wanted to come back to New York the right way. And dude, once I got here, it was like 35 degrees. And a part of me was like, oh man, it's cold as shit. But the way that it like kissed my face, like it was welcoming me home. It like it like grabbed me and held me. It was like, where you been, baby? And I came back with a whole bunch of anti-goals. I'm going to fuck shit up. You know? But yeah, man. Uh, last week's show with Jared was a great one. Saw a lot of people uh, showing love to him in the comments. So I just wanted to thank everybody for that too. 
I mean, everybody's been so supportive of uh of him. Anytime he's made an appearance on the show, he kills. He kills. I could talk to Jared. Jared and I have had conversations for like eight or nine hours at a time, just chilling. You know what I mean? That show could have been four hours long. But, uh, you know, and he, I feel bad. We we overlapped in, uh, in Florida. But just to get to see my brother, man, was just like, oh, it was so good. It sounded weird. But it was good. Uh, and then I'm going to see my other brother, which is like, uh. When you get older... You realize how important your brothers and sisters are, man. It's it's just a big fact. It's a big, big fact. Um, one, I apologize for the lighting. Uh, I'm getting a ring light to light this up, so uh, bear with me. But the swag is here. the The tone is kind of set. You know, uh, it, there's a lot that I could do with the studio. I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, in my apartment, how to make it the way I want it to look. Uh, I'm thinking maybe in this corner we'll set up some stuff and make it super nice. But you know, I'm just trying to make sure that I don't encroach on the uh, the living space. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you this: living with a lady is tough. Um, tough in the sense of you can't be a fucking slob anymore. And uh, they'll let you know about it. Yeah. It's like having your own personal assistant that... That, that like, uh, is unpaid, and they know they're unpaid, so they're just going to get in that ass. You know what I'm saying? But, like, in a nice way. It's not to the point, like, they remind you about things that all humans should do. You know what I you know what I mean? Living with a woman, I will tell you, they make sure that you are a functional member of society. And if you don't, they'll let you know about it. Women are just the tougher sex. I mean, this is one hundred percent true. It just, it just is. But I have noticed that ever if if it's the same problem the other way around, they have some like mental jujitsu that makes it understandable why they didn't do it. They're very good at it, and I believe it like ninety eight percent of the time. And then it'll hit me like a uh, like at the end of like Usual Suspects when like Kevin Spacey starts walking straight again and shit. I was like, wait a second, she fucking drinks. I have come to learn that everything is my fault, though. According to sources. You know? If dog pees, I didn't take him out enough. It's it's me. Uh, but there's a lot of things that I've realized. Like, yeah, this is like human shit. Like, uh, for example, I, I take my stuff and I put uh, the the... The knives, like if I if I use peanut butter, I'll put the knife in the sink instead of the dishwasher. Why? Like what? Like what? For me, like what? 
they're this they're within the same six inch vicinity, sir. But guess what? When you're living with a lady, they'll let you know about it. Threw your towel on the floor, fuck you, clean me. Didn't put your knives away from the peanut butter, fuck you. Clean me. You're up too late at night watching your fourth hour of somebody play video games at four in the morning. Fuck you. Turn it off. It's like having a hot mom. That, 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 you know what? Let's rescind that. Let's just forget that. Let's, let's forget we ever said that. People do get away with stuff because they're hot, though. That's that, that's one hundred percent. You know, because it's like and that's another thing too. Like people would be like, uh, like oh, I feel so ugly, and like they're hot, and people would just be like, oh my god, like what's she complaining about? Like she's hot. Everybody deals with that like body dysmorphia. I definitely have body dysmorphia. I always have. Um... Like, even when I was little, like, I would have, like, body dysmorphia. Like, I had body dysmorphia one time when I was, like, seven years old because I didn't like the way, like, my foot looked. Like, I, I, I remember looking at my feet when I was, like, six or seven, and I, like, and I cried because I didn't like the way my feet looked. Now, just think about that. At seven years old, I'm worried about my physical appearance already. And that's, like, societal shit. And nobody's meaner than kids. I remember, like, uh, when I was in high school, I had, like, hair on my feet. And, like, somebody called me, like, a hobbit. And, dude, I, I, I was like, ha, hobbit. And, like, I went in the bathroom and was like, uh, uh. I was fucking upset. I was heartbroken that I have these hobbit feet. That's another thing. Hey, science, uh, why do we have hair on our feet? We don't need hair on our feet. Why do I have hair on my knuckles? I don't need hair there, sir. How is everybody not hairless yet? With evolution. How are people just not fucking hairless beings? There is no need for body hair. It should be gone. I would love to get like laser everywhere, but then I would just look like a baby. With a beard. A bearded baby. You ever look at babies and be like, yo, that thing's going to be an adult one day. It's fucking wild to think about. I think babies are born with like no bones or something. They're born with... They're born? Dude. What is wrong with my brain? Football. Lex bro. Um, I think ba babies are born with like a messed up, not, not messed up. They have all their bones. They're not formed yet. So like, they're like little like octopus people. Like just running around fucking babies. Uh, sorry. I'm just thinking about a baby's bones. Yo, dude, I don't know where my head goes sometimes, dude. 
But yeah, but like, I'll, I remember like even again like when I was like ten or eleven years old, like I didn't like the way my butt, like my belly button looked. Like this is weird shit, at being ten or eleven and being like self conscious about your belly button. What the fuck was wrong with me? But like I knew like girls growing up who had body dysmorphia and like that actually fed into them like actually having uh, eating disorders. Which my eating disorder disorder is eating too much. Um, that's not a joke. That's a real thing. But like uh, one time I did go for like like food like basically like fat people anonymous once. I did go. Um, it was fucking crazy. All right. So I remember like, when was this? When was I my fattest? I think I was my fattest in like 2007 or 18. Whatever. I was like close to 300 pounds and I was a fucking fat mess. Disgusting, gross. Like walking to the kitchen was just like, uh, uh. you know, you know, you're fat when you gotta like roll one side to get momentum and then fucking roll back, just to get you on your feet, just to get you going. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I went to, like, basically Fat People's Anonymous. And, yo, there were some crazy fat people there, bro. Like, huge. Like, Gilbert Grape's mom. Like, huge. And it honestly enlightened me to the point to realize, like, yo, like, my problems aren't as bad as I thought they were. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that the problem isn't a big problem. It's just, it's controllable. Think about the point of no return. These people that were in that fat class with me, they were at that point of no return. They would, they could never get their bodies back. That shit enlightened the fuck out of me. Like to hear like what these people would eat every day. I was like, dude, you need to go home and shove a carrot in your mouth and then into your asshole. You, the, this has to stop. And then I th after that, I lost like 40 pounds. And I was like uh, 240. Then I got down to like 205. Now I'm back up to like 230. But like, uh, I want to sit at like 205. That's where I want to stay. Just be kind of yoked. You know what I mean? Like I'm short. I'm 5'9". So like, I don't want to like have like, let's add that to the list. You know what I mean? I don't want to be too skinny. That's an anti-goal. Being too skinny, it's, it's not for me. I like to be a, a bigger guy. You know what I mean? I carry it well. You know what I mean? It, it's part of my sex appeal. But at times I do worry. It's like, yeah, like if we don't fix this now, like you're only getting older and your body's not going to process shit the way that it used to. I never had a good metabolism to begin with. I don't even think I have one, to be honest. You know what I mean? If I eat a fucking sandwich, my fucking asshole, like, can't handle it. 
then my ass gets bigger. My, you know what I mean? It's just like, it goes right to my gut. That's where it sits. You know what I mean? And, and my tits, like tits are cool on chicks. Now I'm 31 year old Puerto Rican boys. Just what I'm saying. It's just how I'm feeling. Sometimes I do be rubbing my own titties, though. I can't front. I'd be doing that. I'd be doing that sometimes. That's a goal. Fuck an anti-goal. My goal is rub my own tits more. <laughs> it helps me with my anxiety. It does. I feel like in this couch, I'm getting like slowly like get out-ish. I'm like sinking into the floor. Um, but yeah, man, my building's pretty cool. It's like a luxury building. It has a gym. Uh, it's got a, a doorman, which is kind of cool. He opens the door for me. I feel like the president, but even for that, it's like, I want more. It's not more in a sense of greed. It's just, I want more in a sense of, I know what I'm capable of. I know what I could do. I know what is attainable because people more successful than me have told me that in confidence for real, not to just kiss my ass. And I'm sure many people out there have get the same thing. Let's set up these anti goals. Let's go for it. Let's not fucking allow ourselves to think, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. Be honest with yourself. Be like, yo, I don't want to be this. I don't want to be that. I don't want to look like this. I want to look like that. Anti-goals. 2021, the year of the anti-goal. All right? I love you guys. Let's get into the sponsor of today's show. As you know, uh, I've been working very closely with One in One Life. Uh, the guys have been great. Shout out to Corey and Drew, who are two of my favorite people in the world. They're just fantastic beings. Um, I also hired an intern. Uh, he's starting soon, so there's going to be a whole bunch of clips up on the uh, social media um, pages. So if you go to uh, Instagram, uh, at one one otc it's going to be a whole lot of stuff there. Last week's uh, episode was super successful, so thank you guys so much again. But... Um, uh, one and one is also a sponsor of the show. So let's get into it. All right. Improvements, updates, and exciting news, uh, expected in 2021. An all new website experience with improved articles slash review searchability, reimagined homepage and subpage navigation. Listen, nothing I hate more than a confusing website. One and one life.com has been fixing everything. A complete reboot of the entire website. Uh, they've really got themselves, uh, a good engineer. I don't even know whoever does that, but whoever they got doing it now is fucking good at it. That was one of the things I told them in the beginning. I said, maybe we can improve the way the website looks. And they took my advice. All right. Uh, even more articles from the one in one life expert team uh, on the dimensions of wellness that you care about the most. The introduction of our one in one picks marketplace, a curated selection of our favorite men's and women's wellness products from brands that we love and trust. One in one picks, will be under the shop tab once released, all right? And now new physical 
and digital products from the one one Life brand, uh, like their natural fat burner, uh, one one Burn, and their natural uh, immune immunity booster, one one Shield, all right? Um, which I've tried, and I'm not the biggest supplement guy, but it's actually helped me a lot in terms of when I've been working out because I'm out of shape. It's helped me get to a little bit further in the workout. So, like, if I'm doing three or four reps, now I'm getting five or six. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but it is. It really is. Uh, it's been helping me finish uh, my workouts a lot stronger. Uh, now that I have a gym in my building, I have no excuse. But, uh, yes, yeah, so make sure to check those out, too. Um, they're great products. Um and the new digital and physical products um, are actually very easy to find on the site. Like I said, just go to the shop tab and they're right there. Uh, we wish you a warm holiday season too. From me and everybody over at uh, One in One, we just wanted to wish everybody happy holidays now that they're done. I hope everybody's stress levels have dropped a little bit. Uh, everyone is just kind of settling into what 2021 is going to be. And set up those anti-goals. I want to hear some of them. Please DM me. <coughs> Excuse me. DM me at Daniel Priori uh, on Instagram. And make sure to send some of them to um, at one in one life. I'm sorry. I have to fucking sneeze. Uh-oh. 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 Is there anything less fulfilling than having a sneeze and it doesn't come out? It drives me insane. It's horrible. <laughs> anyway, uh, check out oneonelife.com for all your wellness needs, whether it be financial, physical, mental, especially with your boy here. Um, yeah, but DM me those anti-goals at OTC. Send them to the Instagram. I'll talk about some of them on uh, next week's show with my brother Michael. And uh, patreon.com slash Pod. We're getting that up and going in terms of trying to uh, have fan-exclusive shows. And uh, a Discord is coming out soon, too. But listen, I love you guys so much. Thank you. Looking forward to next week's episode with my guest, Michael Priori. Peace and love. Remember, crush those anti-goals. And I'm out this